Hi, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Roar Lions Radio. I'm your host, Bill DeFilippo, and today we're going to be doing something a little bit different for the start of the early signing period. I sat down with Larry Laird, the head coach of the Medina Battling Bees football program, and the guy who has coached Penn State incoming five-star quarterback Drew Aller for quite a while. Uh, sat down with Larry to learn a little bit about Drew as a football player, both on and off the field, and to get a little bit more of a look at Drew as a person, just what kind of guy is Penn State getting in this super crazy hyped up five-star quarterback prospect. Uh, hope to do a few more things like this throughout the offseason, uh, but for now, please enjoy my conversation with Larry Laird. All right. Hi, everyone. Uh, we are here with Larry Laird, the head coach of the Medina Battling Bees and the guy who uh, has been the head football coach for Penn State's incoming five-star quarterback, Drew Auer. For, uh, coach, how long has it been that, since uh, you've been uh, coaching Drew up? Well, I've known Drew since he was in eighth grade. Okay. He was actually a linebacker back then. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, – was he all uh, – he's at what? about 6'5", 228 now, was he always the kind of kid who uh, had that kind of bigger frame and just seemed like he made sense as a linebacker? Or? Oh, yeah. Um, he wasn't – he was like the backup quarterback in junior high, seventh and eighth grade. I, I came here in eighth grade. Um, ended up sharing time as a freshman, actually. <laughs> uh, split series with uh, another freshman quarterback at the time. And, you know, he was grown into his own. He was a, he was a taller-framed kid, but kind of skinny. Yeah, but he was very physical. And you'll you'll see that when he plays quarterback, he plays he plays quarterback uh, with some physicality. Yeah, I mean, I think I've uh, I've read the scouting reports, and I think it's like very easy to just say every bigger, more mobile quarterback with a strong arm is Josh Allen. But like, I think you absolutely see some of uh, those traits in Drew. And you mentioned uh, that started as a linebacker, backup quarterback. Can you take me through his development? as a quarterback from when you first saw him start to throw the football to what he is now. Yeah. We always saw the arm talent, even back eighth and ninth grade, we knew he had a strong arm, but you know, we, we didn't know what he was going to end up being, you know, there's the kids are still developing at that time. And we saw dad who was a good sized guy who played tight end at Eastern Michigan. So we were trying to, you know, develop him, but also develop some other guys. And uh, he had a kid in front of him who was um, also a pretty good quarterback. And so um, freshman year, he ended up splitting time, like I said before. But then his sophomore year, the job was open. And the the kid that was a year ahead of him that was a junior ended up winning the job. But it was very, very close. And, um, you know, Drew was seeing pretty much – Every third series, we were going with like a two quarterback system and playing him like every third or fourth series, and just so he was developing. And then all of a sudden, like week three, week four, he was getting better and better. And then by week seven and eight, he took the job. And uh, I felt bad for the kid in front of him who was a pretty good college prospect, actually. Um, and Drew ended up saying, you know, this job's mine. And when he decided to be the man, he became the man. So we'll talk a second about him as a football player, what he could do on the field, that sort of thing. But just from a football perspective, not necessarily Drew the kid, all the question about that. 
What's he like in the six days leading up to a football game? What's he like on the practice field, in the film room, when he has some time away uh, where he can kind of focus on the playbook and talking to teammates and that sort of thing? What kind of kid is Drew Auer in those situations? Well, first of all, film junkie. Can't watch enough film. Um, If we didn't have the film up of the other team by the next day, he'd be texting me, where's the film, that kind of thing. (laughs) I mean, he's one of those guys. He and. That's why I think he and I uh, really meshed real well as a coach and a player because I'm a film junkie myself. And so, you know, I'd be like, hey, did you watch this already? Watch that. But six days um, leading up to the next opponent, you know, he's pretty much in the first two days, he's watched every piece of film that we have and then um, has already gone through and made a list of, okay, we like this matchup, we like this matchup, we like this concept, we like that concept. And he really does become another coach. I mean, there's a couple of times during the season I I jokingly slip and say, hey, coach, what do you think? You know, because, <laughs> you know, he was as prepared as all the coaching staff. So that's a compliment to him. Uh, but, I, you know, he is a very – he knows how to relate to other players. Um, hum, he's a humble kid, so he uh, knows how to relate to players, and he can coach um, other players up. And hey, this is what we like. This is who we're looking for, you know. Because at the high school level, you know, you, you want to say that your kids are watching film and everything else, but some individuals do not. <laughs> yeah, and you know, he he would bring those guys up to speed. Now, we fortunately had a very special group this year where. Usually by like Wednesday or Thursday, we would all come in for a film session together, just the starters and whatever. So that helped. But that was led by Drew. And one thing, you it's something that you always hear, you know, when you're preparing well, you're always going to just have something, a bit of an edge, a bit of a, like that sort of thing. And a big thing to me when I watch Drew on the field is, he always seems so poised and so calm and so confident. Has that always been the case? And where does that come from? I think it's from preparation. I mean, and also too, I mean, if you go back to just let's talk to him, uh, talk about him as a kid or a young man, uh, his parents have done a wonderful job. Um, really good people, good family, um, very supportive, but yet, you know, they, a uh, good story about his dad one time and uh, he and I were talking, and I'm like, you do realize how good your son is. And he's like, Coach, I leave the football to you and the coaches. I worry about whether he makes his bed in the morning. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really good family. And But as far as the poise, you know, it starts with, okay, how are you raised? And then second, preparation. Uh, it, he's, you know, it's amazing, and he he'll tell you it's amazing how much the game slows down when you're prepared. I mean, I'm in no way, shape, or form do I want to compare him to Tom Brady at this point or anything else. But Tom Brady's so successful even at his age because there's nobody more prepared than Tom Brady. Right. When when you know what the other team is trying to do in every single situation, when that's just going to inherently give you a leg up. Exactly. So let's talk about his game a little bit. I mean, you know, I'm a very novice film junkie, and we've seen the arm strength. We see the mobility. We see the off-platform throws. We see when there's that chaos around him. 
He's always looking down the field ready to make the big play. What's the element of his game that may not jump off the screen that is as impressive as all the other big flashy stuff? Well, he's he's more mobile and athletic than he looks. <laughs> I mean, because he's so big. I mean, he is. I mean, he is a man. I mean, he's every bit of six five, and he's he's probably more two thirty five. Probably a Big Mac away from two forty. Mm. But I mean, he's a big boy, and um, he's he's faster and more athletic than you think. I mean, yeah, you see it on film that yeah, he can move, but he he can make plays, and um, you will be pleasantly surprised because he was not only the best football player you know in his class here, but I mean, he was he would be a starter on a real good basketball team that we have here. And uh, he was the best baseball player. So I, I, I don't want to put the pressure of the world on the kid, that sort of thing, because it does sound like Drew's not a kid who is thinking about 10 years, 15 years, 20 years down the road. But I do want to ask, when you watch him, when you watch football at every level, just what do you think this kid's ceiling is and what do you think are going to be the, ter- the determining factors in whether or not he reaches that? I think, uh, honestly, barring injury, he's a first-round draft pick. Mm. Okay. And it, I've been doing I, this 33 years and uh, as a high school football coach. he's He's got all the intangibles. He's got um, the arm talent, which is key, because you got to be able to throw that 15 to 20 yard out in the NFL, and he can do that. He can do that now. Um, but as far as preparation, film work, he knows what it takes to be successful. Um, barring injury, uh, mark it down. And before we get into a couple of questions about Penn State, I want to ask you about Drew the Kid because you said he's humble. And Very. I talk, you know, for my nine to five, I talk to athletes, and you can always tell guys who weren't the lifelong five stars, who weren't. Uh, from the time they were four years old, working to be an NFL player, working to be a first-round draft pick, working to make an NBA All-Star game, and they always have this sense of groundedness about them. I, and I get the sense that even if Drew had those aspirations, he's wired like one of those kids who had to go through, you know, not having that kind of hype and clout around him from the time he was an eighth grader. Well, no. He, I mean, he was sharing time as a freshman, and that is the truth. <laughs> and I'll yeah. give a shout-out. He was sharing time with a kid named Mike Rodak. <laughs> uh, but Drew made himself into the elite Division One prospect that he is. He at His sophomore year, you saw the arm talent. He took the job, like I said before. But really, at that time, I thought, honestly, okay, well, he'll, he'll be a good Mid-American Conference-type quarterback which there's nothing wrong with that. That's awesome. But through hard work, dedication, not only with us, but uh, um, going and working with his quarterback coach and everything else, he made himself. And that's why he is humble. He has made himself into the prospect that he is. And, uh, you know, nothing greater than watching a kid just grow and grow and grow, both physically and mentally. And he's done that uh, throughout his career here in Medina. Yeah, I don't want to make it sound like what Drew does is special, but there are plenty of kids who you put a football in their hand, they could chuck it 70 yards. Exactly. They can run fast. It's having that other 
stuff that makes you what sounds like, you know, this special of a young man. Yeah, he has great drive. I mean, he he has a thirst to be great. And you don't always find that in people, you know, in life in general. And he's got that thirst. That's why I said what I said before. I think barring injuries, he is a division or a first round draft pick. So want to get a couple of questions about Penn State in one just about this year's team, and then one about Drew's fit and all of it. And first, what were your just thoughts on this Penn State team, particularly its offense in this first year with Mike Yurcich, a guy who uh, I, I'm sure you're familiar with, uh, and how he coordinated things? Well, Mike actually went to the same high school as my mom. So hmm, okay. <laughs> I've known Mike for quite a while. And Mike coached at Edinburgh. I played at Edinburgh. So, okay. I mean, I, I didn't play for him, obviously. I'm older. But uh, we, I, we've known each other for a long, long time. But uh, – I think if the fans at Penn State are patient and let Coach Franklin and Coach Yursich get the get everybody healthy and get everybody um that they're recruiting into that into Mike's offense, into Coach Yursich's offense, uh, they're gonna be pleasantly surprised because Coach Yursich knows his stuff when it comes to offense. And how do you think Drew fits into all of this? Because, like you mentioned, there were some injuries. There were a couple of things that I think kind of put a – I don't want to say a bit of a ceiling, but hurt Penn State's ability to reach its ceiling. But when it was cooking, I don't know how you can look at what Drew is, what Drew can be, and what this offense can be, and not go, oh, this unit has the potential to be one of the best in the country. Yeah, I, I think Drew fits what Mike wants to do or Coach Irsich wants to do perfectly. If you look back um, at the Oklahoma State offenses that he was the OC for, uh, Drew fits that mold, uh, but with more talent, to be honest. And my last question, uh, is there a game, is there a moment away from the game, anything like that, that you think best defines Drew Auer? Uh In the film room where he is talking to the other players, not not talking down to them, talking to them and coaching them up on, hey, this is w- what we are going to see. This is what matchups we like. And you don't always see that from a 17-year-old kid. So he's already ahead of the game when it comes to that kind of awareness of being a leader and um, coaching up uh, the other players. Now at the next level, I think that will help him tremendously. I think that he will have that drive. He'll he'll know the playbook within the first three days mm. of spring ball. I mean, he's just that type of kid. Well, I don't know how uh, – I hope every Penn State fan who listens to this got a little bit more excited about a guy I know everyone's already more excited about. Coach, thank you very much for taking the time. I really appreciate it. Well, thank you very much. And, you know, be nice to Drew when he's down there. <laughs> I, listen, I'm sure people are not going to have too many complaints about Drew once he gets on the down here. So. Uh, he, uh, he really is as great a football player he is. He's a better kid. He really is. And I, I mean that. Uh, you know, I, I've known him since he was 12, 13 years old. He's just a great kid. So that is it for our conversation with Larry Laird. want to say thanks to Larry. Give him a shout-out for hopping on the podcast. I 
Really appreciated getting insight into Drew from him, and I want to thank all of you for listening to this edition of Roar Lions Radio. As always, make sure you're subscribing wherever you go and get your podcast. If you use Apple Podcasts, please head over there. Give us a five-star review. Please keep reading and supporting the site. Best way to do that is to make sure you're buying some t-shirts. And please make sure you're following us on all of our various social media channels. One last time, thank you very much for listening to this edition of Roar Lions Radio. I'm Bill DeFilippo. Take care, everyone.